0: You're listening to the Thompson Show on WNHHLP one hundred three point five FM, your home for community radio. Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening. It's tomorrow in Australia, Rebecca.
1: <laughs> already,
0: already. Should I call you Rebecca or Becky? I've heard people refer to you as Well, I've heard people refer to you as a number of names to your face, a number of names, perhaps <laughs> not not to your face. But which one would you like us to use?
1: Uh, I am fine with either.
0: What okay? What does your mom call you?
1: Uh depends on the day.
0: Okay, what are her options? <laughs> how,
1: Rebecca what, or Becky.
0: And how about your father? Same thing. Oh, okay. So you have a you have a very a bicameral uh, parent parentage, and I love that. So so let, let let's jump in. Uh, uh, we have about fifty five minutes or so, and I want folks to kind of get to know you up close and personal because I was thinking. Becky, Rebecca, I might vacillate myself. Sometimes I'm a conservative, sometimes I'm a liberal, so kind of bear with me. I suppose that's saying that I'm sometimes schizophrenic, but we won't go there. This show is about you and not, not about me. Um, as d- director, uh, I mean, you're deputy chief administrative officer, but you're also wearing the interim public works director hat, is that correct?
1: I am, in addition to my responsibilities as Deputy Chief Administrative Officer, I am the Acting Director of Parks and Public Works.
0: And I can see those two hats on your on your head. You look kind of like a well, I won't I won't I won't go there. But someone's putting putting that put that sign up behind you. I was I was thinking as we chat that um, although this is the holiday season and and be, between Christmas and New Year's and people typically take vacation. But, and we're going to talk about the various departments that you're involved with in supervising and managing. But uh, people want their they want their garbage picked up during the holidays. I mean, there some some people have to work 24-7, 365, regardless of the time of the year. And I start off with that, um, Rebecca, just to kind of illustrate that uh, you can say what you want about city services, about the state of the world, about the state of politics. But nonetheless, there are people still doing the task. There are people still on call. We have uh you're not necessarily an, an emergency responder, however, under your, your chief administrative officer role, um, you
1: Public Works is a designated emergency response department for all weather emergencies. We are at the call and could be going 24 hours a day.
0: So let, let let's so let, let's go so so go there and elaborate because I was kind of making a a side joke but again that kind of emphasizes my point that you guys are you know responding to public needs crisis catastrophes you name it so talk a little bit about that
1: uh sure so uh we are responsible for make, maintaining egress throughout the city so that means making sure that the roadways are passable um that could be anything from water um so for Two of the last three weekends in December, uh, we were mobilized to deal with the heavy rain events. Um, We had crews in to pre-stage barricades, um, to pre-clean storm drain covers, um, and to be ready to close down the roads when flooding did occur. Uh, We also had our tree crews um, on standby to respond to any downed trees um the second storm there we did have about 16 calls for service uh related to trees uh mostly in the early morning hours
0: and i appreciate that just uh because folks will just when they think of public works or uh, even just city services the, the 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 panoply and and the and the extensive networking of of really public service responsibilities it's it's it still is even i consider myself to be a normally a Somewhat of an intelligent person, but as a, as a new alder, almost every meeting I go to, I'm learning new things about how things are interconnected, and that, that's why I was really glad to have a chance to chat with you during this 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 holiday season. And let me just quickly say happy happy early New Year's to you. Um, Thank you. I was thinking of a of a title, quite frankly, of the show, which was possibly Rebecca goes to Hartford. Um, the the former alder from Ward 28 becomes president.
1: I mean, those are two very strange things.
0: But but do 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 do, do you understand my mystery in saying that?
1: Ah, uh, I don't.
0: Okay. You were involved with several years with. We had a former mayor that ran for governor.
1: I was. I was on the Stefano staff, uh, both his campaign staff in the early aughts. Um, and then I was his uh, deputy chief of staff and legislative director, I actually did work up in Hartford quite a bit uh, in that time uh, as the head lobbyist for the city.
0: So if he so if he had become governor, it's fair to say that you there's a what's a strong possibility you might have gone to Hartford and Carl would have become would have become mayor.
1: That's, I mean, Carl Goldfield. that's yeah, that, that, pres- who was president of the board back then. Yes.
0: Yeah. The, so the so it's just uh, and and I I mentioned that for folks to kind of know that you've been involved with there's politics, there's public service, there's community outreach, there's just uh, transparency, but every level of meeting people where the rubber meets the road, you've you've had that experience. Not to mention your your educational background in Columbia and. Um, and you call it, are are you a big husky fan by the way,
1: I am a husky fan, yes,
0: or can I ask you is it more are you more do you trend you trend more for the ladies or for the guys?
1: I trend for whatever my television tells me is on t v can't tell you who wins or who loses. It's just fun to watch but
0: but well, but you're rooting for a particular team, oh yeah, yes okay no Huskies. so, <laughs> so. <laughs> Talk, talk to me, so let, let's talk about uh, some of the departments that you're from a public work standpoint, because just when you were so kind to of, kind of just re- refresh my memory and remind me about the emergency responder aspects. And then you have the routine aspects, the garbage and the trees. So it's, it's just kind of delineate some of the things that people may not know um, that, that really you're, you're on this hot seat. I'm not sure if you're you have an, uh, you wear asbestos clothes, But you you seem to be on the hot seat all the time, but you still don't, you still seem to be smiling and and, and committed and and a dedicated servant. So that's why I wanted to talk to you.
1: Sure. So um, we have about 10 divisions over here at Parks and Public Works. Um, We have our Parks Grounds uh, division, Um, we have our trades crews, which are over in Parks Maintenance as well. Um, They do a lot of facility and um, infrastructure maintenance. Um, We have our tree division, as you mentioned, Um, they are responsible for approximately 20,000 street trees, as well as all of the uncounted trees uh, within (laughs) our uh, park system, Um, our park system represents about 20% of the city's land area. we have a horticulture division, uh, which is very oh. small, but we do have the greenhouses over at East Rock, um, mm-hmm. the part of the greenhouse there, um, and the Rose Garden. Um, and they also maintain a number of beds throughout the city. Um, then we have uh, everybody's very familiar refuse division. Um, we do not get a break in the year we work five days every week because trash gets picked up five days every week it might mm-hmm. not be the same five days if we hit a holiday but they're here five days every week uh tomorrow we'll be picking up the friday route um over in the east shore area um, because monday was the holiday mm-hmm. um And then we have our streets division. Um, So streets is best known for snow plowing, which we do during the winter months. But they also do street sweeping. They do bulk trash, um, pothole repair. Uh, They keep very busy. Um, We have a bridge division. We operate the city's three movable bridges. Uh, We maintain them in conjunction with the engineering department. uh, But we are regulated by the Coast Guard. And those bridges are manned 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Mm -hmm. Um, We do have a waiver uh, for third shift. So only one of the bridges is staffed, but the operator will open all three of them. So you have to wait a little bit longer after Mm -hmm. midnight. Mm Um, And then we have our public space division. Um, They do code enforcement and permits, um, make sure that uh, the contractors that tear up the roadway, restore it the way it's supposed to. Um, They're the ones that educate and enforce on the city's public space ordinances, whether it's making sure that you are reminded that you have to clear the snow from your sidewalk Mm -hmm. uh, within 24 hours after that storm. Or making sure that you are properly separating your recyclables. Uh, we don't want trash in that recycling bin because it could contaminate yes. the load. Uh, we also don't want you to put your recyclables in plastic bags because that actually contaminates the load. The plastic bags are not recyclable through single stream. Uh, they will also break the machines.
0: Mm,
1: mm, mm. Um, so they're very busy doing that. And... Then we have our uh, fleet division. So mm-hmm. uh, all of those functions require vehicles to operate, as does the rest of the city. Um, so the general government uh, fleet is all serviced by our uh, garage here at DPW. Um, so that is the final division.
0: And, and Re- Rebecca, the reason I was just so really, it's a blessing to hear you mentioned that menu, and it might be kind of a smog is born in some people's mind or gets overwhelming. But I think it's, it's just so important for people to understand or hear it and know about the, the, these intersecting, I won't say armies, but pl- platoons that are out here fighting their own respective battles. I, and so the, the other hat, you're still, you're still are dealing, dealing with the uh, chief administrative office uh, situation. What's what are those, what are some of those departments that, that report to you? I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is at the end of the show, I think we'll get maybe a two, three thousand people calling in and say that you, you should get a raise. But I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> but but uh, as as uh, deputy chief administrative officer, what are some of the depart of the departments that 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 report that report to you?
1: So the chief administrative. Office, uh, overseen by Regina Rush Kittle. Um, I am the deputy. Um, so we are responsible for the operational departments of the city. So, public safety. uh, We oversee police, fire, um, and P.S.A.P., which is our nine one one. We also oversee the division of emergency management. Um, in addition, um, the infrastructure departments, so mm-hmm. engineering, parks, and public works. Uh, we also uh, oversee HR because it's one of the departments that keeps all the trains moving.
0: hmm and, and and so that, that's and in fact, when you mentioned that the trains moving, I was thinking again about in preparation for the show that truly you're a person, and there are a number of other obviously city dedicated employees that are keeping the trains moving. And actually, if you're employed by the city, your your role is to keep whatever. You perceive it to be large or small. You're trying to keep things moving and on time. What, a, a, given your experience on both sides of the aisle and and just uh, interacting with folks, I've I, I should say as a point of disclosure, I've noticed at the end of the almost every before and after, primarily before our board of Alders meeting, how the board of auditors are seeking insight and wisdom from you. So I just thought that we should do this show for folks to get a, really a good good feel for the overview. But what are some of the things that people need to out of the 100 complaints or causes or suggestions that you receive every day, or maybe that, what are some of the, uh, the things you'd like to, for the for various, our 135,000, whatever, uh, residents in New Haven to, to kind of know about in terms of how we can all collectively keep the trains moving?
1: Um, so first and foremost, since it's snow season, um, make sure that you, uh, when you're clearing your sidewalk, um, are doing, apologize. The sensor does not like me in my office. So the light will not go back on very easily. Um, the, uh, snow, uh, when it's, uh, snows, make sure you clear your sidewalk, um, for ADA compliance. So when you think about it, uh, think about how somebody in a wheelchair or pushing a baby stroller can mm-hmm. get by while somebody else is also going by the sidewalk. So you want a good three feet, um, four feet of width. Um, also on corner properties, make sure you're getting those curb cuts. Um, you don't want somebody to have to climb over a snowbank. Uh, so you're responsible for making sure that the egress is maintained. Mm-hmm. Um So that is one part. Uh, It's also holiday tree season. Um, So people are trying to get rid of their Christmas trees. Uh, We will be collecting them as part of your regular refuse. Uh, Make sure that when you put them to the curb, they are not in a plastic bag. Um, You can do like I do. You can use the bag to get it out of the house to keep things (laughs) clean. But it does have to come out of that bag so it can be uh, composted. And all of the ornaments need to be removed and don't leave that garland or tinsel on it um, Mm -hmm. so that we can dispose of it properly as part of yard waste.
0: And as you know, uh, Rebecca, that this period, there's something called Kwanzaa and one of the the principles of Kwanzaa is uh, collective work and responsibility. And it just occurred to me that we don't have to wait for it. A day, one day of the year, in terms of the, the collective work and responsibility of Kwanzaa, because understand that we all are involved with with, I would say, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in your ward, in your home, in your town. So I'm just so glad that you indicated that. Yeah, the city has its responsibilities, but we as residents have our responsibilities as well. And I think that's the point that's tough. I think for folks to, to, uh, to, to digest, because uh, oftentimes it seems that we're this city employees are. I would say um, use used as scapegoats or their therapist even that for people to vent. But um, talk to me, talk to me about and and as we as we chat, if things come to your mind, please please interrupt. Sidewalks, talk to me about sidewalks and how that relates to budget and how it's decided. And as I again, I'm a new alder, but as I speak to other alders, it seems to me this has been a Continues to be an issue, a concern for people. And I don't think folks understand the dynamics involved, the the budgeting issues, the timeframe issues. Just there's just, I think there's just so much there, but you can, you know, illustrate it much better than I can kind of stumble over asking the question.
1: (laughs) All right. So ultimately, sidewalks are the responsibility of the adjacent property. Um, However, the city will make um, improvements to sidewalks when the, the defects are caused by trees um or when there's you know hazards that need to be mitigated um you know so if there's a a, a bump or a something that could cause somebody to trip it might not be how people want to see it fixed because uh we will grind down sidewalks to get rid of those lips uh we'll patch them with asphalts uh to make them safe um we we will do um Isolated repairs, so one or two property lengths, um, if they're really bad, uh, those will get triaged to out to contractors. Um, or we do large-scale replacements um, you know, to beautify neighborhoods um through a uh An annual allocation of large, you know, multi block projects um, determined in conjunction with uh, Aldermanics uh, uh, representatives on the resource allocation committee, Um, but the alders have uh, committed a significant sum of money to sidewalks each year, Uh, the challenge we're finding is actually being able to spend all that money, Um, we go out to bid. Um, every year or two for sidewalk contractors, uh we do the large projects as named. um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we just completed a big Sherman Avenue project um so that those blocks were named when we went out to bid. um, but then we do isolated repairs, those one and two uh, areas at a time. We have uh it's open to any small business or minority owned business registered through the small business initiative. um they are allowed to bid on it. Um, And then whatever the low bid is, if anybody wants to meet that price, they can be awarded a a concurrent contract. Um, So we have four contractors that are on board at that price right now and they get assigned out work and we've got more work to assign and it is funded. It just, uh, they can only work so much um, Mm -hmm. and only in certain weather. So.
0: So so what Rebecca talk, talk more about that. In terms of, are there other contractors in other parts of the state, or Other is there national contractors or people that do the sidewalk repair, are we limited in terms of who we can find, the expertise that we can find?
1: Um, So we follow the city's procurement guidelines. Um, So there's certain thresholds for work uh, that are set aside for small and uh, minority uh, and local businesses. Um, And then there's large scale contractors. Um, Mm -hmm. We're seeing in the construction industry as a whole, that there's more work um, than companies uh, available with a- adequate workforce to bid mm. on it and to to complete it um so one the prices are higher and two it's taking longer to see these things completed
0: mm, mm. so so what, what do you say then to a resident that says oh i need this done do you, do you want us to be to, to be patient do you want us to what, what do you kind of say to them to assuage their frustration
1: Uh, I mean, there's not much you can say, unfortunately, because it's hard to tell somebody that the issue right outside their door isn't important. Uh, My Mm. struggle is that there's 120 some odd thousand people that have the same or similar complaints that we need to treat everybody equally.
0: Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, Street paving, let's chat a little bit about about, about that as well, if, if you would.
1: Uh, sure. So, again, each year um, we allocate a pretty sizable pot of money towards uh, street repairs. Um, unfortunately, uh, it's never enough to keep up. Um, and we have uh, what's called a pavement rating index. Um, every three to five years, the city is surveyed by an outside agency um, that drives through and ranks the condition of the pavement on uh, every block. Um, in the city, um, we then use that information um, as well as the functional capacity of the roadway. Um, so, the functional capacity is the level of travel that a roadway mm. sees. So, mm. you've got your major arterials like the Whaley Avenues and the Whitney Avenues. Mm-hmm. You've got your collector roads that see you know a lot of traffic still, but a little bit less.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: things like Edgewood or Sherman. Um, I live on that side of town, so <laughs> apologize to anybody else if I'm not mentioning your side. It's just the ones coming to my head. Um, we, you know, they're all treated the same. In fact, that's the third criteria that we use is geography. Um, we try to distribute the selection of candidate streets each year so that um, every portion of the city sees some level of improvement. Um, And then we compare that to scheduled work. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't want to schedule a major street repair if we know that next year the WPCA is going to come and rip up the street. Because while you say, well, yeah, that's great, they'll just repave it, um, our taxpayers are also the rate payers. So if we're paying twice for that pavement, it's not good for anybody.
0: And you mentioned the the acronym, the WPCA, that stands for the?
1: Water Pollution Control Authority, the sewers.
0: And it's the reason I want you to kind of just break that, make that plain, as they say, because again, there's city, there's state, there's other agencies, there's municipalities, there's regional council of government. So just this this interconnected theme is is, is one of the purposes of the show for folks to understand that there is a, it, it might appear to be a labyrinth, but there is a a, a system approach to why, how we want to resolve things. Um, uh, would you say, and this is not a, a trick question, would you say that say there might be 100 streets that need paving for the various reasons you mentioned maybe 20 per year might be able to be addressed 10, 10 per year out of the 100 50 out of the 100 but
1: so not every street is completed uh, equal equal so some are a block in length some are mm-hmm. five blocks in length some are 10 blocks in length yes. um generally speaking we'll do about 30 to 35 streets um, segments of streets a year. So it could be, you know, half of a street mm-hmm. that's in the worst condition. Um, it could be a full street. Um, but generally speaking, we'll do a spring pave and then we'll do a fall pave. Um, just because that's the contractor availability, we can generally squeak out. Uh, you get them for about two, three weeks at a time.
0: Good, good. That, that's excellent. You, you know, you, you mentioned the snow and whether we get snow. I think we got I guess, a little bit of snow last last year, but whatever money has been allocated for, for snow, shoveling kind of thing, does that go, if if we don't use it up this year, does it go somewhere else or what kind of flexibility do you have budget wise?
1: Uh, So the city's snow account is designated for snow preparation and removal. Um, Any funds that are not expended um, will lapse, so they go back into the city's general fund. Um, So they could uh, be transferred to a department or division that ran a deficit, or it goes into the city's rainy day fund
0: excellent excellent let, let, let's talk about financing for a second what's the in terms of your perception again with your background uh working with with in in city hall working uh, public Works working with uh, working on political campaigns and your your academic interest uh, uh c- citizens to get involved with the budget process what's your what's your feeling about that Like think we have the public hearings on 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 various budget how should how can, can citizens kind of be more involved with, uh, you know, coming to the public meetings when we go have the various uh, public workshops on on the budget process.
1: So. I think so. I started the city and the city's budget office working on the revenue budget. Um, It's important to recognize that the budget has to balance. Um, So, for those that say, "I want you to spend more on something," the alders are always in a difficult position because they might agree with you, but in order to do that, you either you need to identify revenue or cut somewhere else. so those are the difficult decisions we make every day. Yes. Um, revenue, it, you know, it just doesn't come from the sky. Uh, it generally means we're raising taxes. Um, we're seeing a windfall in state funding, which we have in the last several years, thanks to the work of the delegation and the mayor in uh, changing how um, pilot is funded. Mm-hmm. Um But oftentimes, you know, there are difficult decisions because we have cost drivers that we have to deal with. Uh, I mean, we mentioned the garage before, like a vehicle uh, this year to purchase, you know, I was last as parks director in 2019 buying similar vehicles. And I've had sticker shock this year when Mm. we went to buy some new ones. I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's been a while. Um. But the parts, too. You had the automotive industry strike earlier this year, so the cost of parts has gone up considerably. And those are the cost drivers we have to absorb and still perform the prior level of function.
0: Mm-hmm. And, just as, and just as you were talking, Rebecca, my I thought about, I believe, uh, Fire Chief Austin had talked about uh, the need for a new fire truck. We're borrowing fire trucks and the cost. And say, say a little, little bit about that.
1: I mean, all of our fleet is aging, Um, unfortunately you know, you have a best life use projection and then you have limited funding. So you have to make bad decisions and you get behind and you get further and further behind as those costs escalate. And you made the hard decision last year not to buy something. And then it's twice as much this year. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a a snowball effect. Um, We're also seeing huge lead times on vehicle orders right now. Mm. Uh, We are about to take delivery of a trash truck that we ordered in... uh, Uh, late 2021 or early 2022. So it's been that long.
0: Mm So, so say, so say some more, some more about that, because you're, you were, you needed a trash truck. How has that impacted service delivery, so to speak?
1: Um, It just means that we're running our spares more frequently as the garage spends more time repairing the older trucks, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, or you have to have the guys sit here and wait while the truck gets fixed. You know, Mm. it it might be that the arm hydraulics are, you know, being tricky and they can't empty the cans, so they have to Mm -hmm. come in for that repair. Um, and the more they have to do repairs, the longer days they're running, and we trigger overtime sometimes for it. Mm,
0: mm, mm. Great. Let, let, let me shift just for a second. Uh, I'll, I'll shift, I'll, and i also shift to Becky, because, you know, I used Rebecca for the first 25 minutes, Now I use Becky for the second half. Uh, we, we have a lot of uh, young people that watch this show, and even, I shouldn't be, say, I shouldn't say that, only young people, but regardless of your station in life, people change careers, uh, the career path trajectory is not really a straight line. It's not linear anymore. And I was just <laughs> reflecting on when you were at Columbia University in your School of International and Public Affairs. T- talk to me about that shift. Do you do you see? Are you are you the person that like kind of the move the various things? How do you kind of trace trace your trajectory from? I upstairs. actually
1: haven't really made proactive decisions uh when John to Steph knows were trying. I finally got the time uh to apply and start grad school uh and do my public uh administration degree. I did it while I was working full time also um got promoted to parks director at that time. Still don't know how I all did it all at the same time, but <laughs> it all happened and it worked out.
0: Well, you're well, you're being modest, but but so so for a young person, say if you were given the uh, graduation speech at Hill House this coming June, what would you say to say to young people in terms of career and passions and purpose and product?
1: Find something that keeps you engaged um, and never stop learning. You know, mm. I I think when you stop learning or something gets too easy and you get too comfortable is things get stale and you're no longer, you know, making the creative decisions mm. that, you know, might save money or might do something faster. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Qu- questions, I don't normally do this, but questions for me?
1: How are you enjoying being older?
0: The the older, I don't talk a lot in public about it because I like my guests to chat, But many people know me from town. And then folks that have never known me before, it's really a, I'll say, partially, certainly there's some days it's a blessed opportunity. Others days I have to challenge myself about what I've gotten involved with. Uh, And the word enjoy, and I don't think a public service job, you should enjoy, you should maybe even love it, but you should not expect to be loved back immediately. (laughs) Let, let 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 me phrase it that way. I think you really need to embrace when, you know you're sworn in I, I think the briefest answer to my question to your question Rebecca is that you were hired you went through HR you're sworn in as an alder you, know, you take an oath it's, it's, it's not so it, and some people might have forgotten the oath as soon as as soon as they just raised lowered their hand but you do take an oath as an alder and so this this oath is is should should resonate with you on a daily basis and I try to remind myself of the oath of, of the balancing act between your integrity and your commitment and your pressures and your personality. So it's, it's, it's caused me in my young age, you don't have to ask me how old I am in my young age. You
1: won't ask me how old I am.
0: (laughs) So, so, so we have an agreement an informal agreement, uh, at, at my young age, it's really, I think, helped me to kind of evolve, if you will, or, or change or learn. And certainly the learning curve, um, uh, it's steep. You know, I thought I was a genius and knew everything in the world, but since becoming an older, there's so many things I don't know. and the th- to paraphrase that a, a different way, just integrating various schools of thought and integrating your various experiences with with these with the new the new environments and the new theaters of of decision making. that that's a delicate balance. I mean, and, and you can see in the political realm nationwide, worldwide, how uh, we're not resolving our our issues from a from a diplomatic or political standpoint, but but other. Resorting to, to warfare and violence. So, uh, keeping peace on Earth with will toward women, men, and children is kind of my mantra, and and I try to even re- remind myself of that each day, regardless of whether you're doing a constituent service response or at a, at, a, at one of, any of the various committees that I'm on, uh, or or even just informal gatherings. Because how do you how do we become human? How do we get perceived to to remain human and kind and loving toward one another? I think that's regardless of your what your paycheck says. In regards of what the IRS thinks you are earning money doing I think that 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 should be the the underlying motive I'm not sure if that answered your think so it's <laughs> a question
1: and everything's all set for the inauguration on um Monday
0: indeed and, and hopefully and it's op- open to the public and and hopefully people people will come uh and even Cross then high school and, and did, did you go to well did on that on that note did you grow up in New Haven
1: I did not know. I'm a transplant.
0: Mm-hmm. You're a transplant. And so where were you born?
1: I was born in Newtown. Oh, I was born in Bridgeport, Connecticut, but I grew up in Newtown, Connecticut.
0: Okay, so so a Connecticut person. Yeah, yeah, great. And even just the, uh, uh, how how long did you go to elementary school? I'll tell you where I'm going with this. Did you go to elementary school in Newtown? I did. And so did you go to the elementary school where you had the tragedy?
1: I did not know, Um, but- although I was very familiar with the school.
0: And and just uh, you know growing up in that part of Connecticut and then knowing Bridgeport, just the disparities in our small little state, just just seeing if you travel around, just whether you want to use the term disparities or whatever, however you want to kind of d- describe the, the differences, it's really we're we're a fascinating state in that regard, and and we're a fascinating city in this regard as well. So um, we may think that we're just one of the the fifty states, but we really I think our New Haven in particular is a, is a global city. And so, so as am I enjoying the role, uh, I kind of think about the fact that we're in, in the land of you know of, of, uh, of, of the Quinnipiacs. So people were here before 16, whatever I think it was 1638. When it, New Haven was incorporated early in 1630s, I believe. Uh, but but regardless of your historical kind of perspective, this is a we're 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 a key we're 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 we're, we're in a key space in, in New Haven. We're in a very, very key, key space, and so the, so the inauguration is a chance for us to celebrate, come out and hear the mayor's vision, uh, commune, and just to kind of set us all on the right path to keep the trains running for for twenty
1: twenty four. Yep, every two years at noon.
0: And and so, but again that 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 would change with the charter revision that was passed. Uh, That's true. You know, I've been
1: uh, doing this so long every two years. <laughs> But uh, I think the next one is two years, and then it's four
0: years yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh so, so, what's kind of burning in your your mind? Because again, I wanted to kind of just uh, for people to hear to hear how we can all be part of the solution and not to just throw stones at one another. Let, let's kind of tr- see if we can spend another five or so minutes on that thought about so collective solution driven uh, civic engagement.
1: So, I think one of the challenges I've noticed a lot over the last ten years since I became parks Director ten years ago now. It's crazy um litter has been growing exponentially. Mm. um I think we have to you know go back to the you know days of the public information campaigns and holding each other responsible uh for mm. actions. you know the number of times I see people throw trash out their window of their car. Or, you know, drop something on the ground when the trash can's 10 feet away. Mm -hmm. Everybody says the solution is more trash cans. Unfortunately, the more trash cans we put out there, the more stops that the trash truck has to make and the more staff I would need to run those trucks. Mm. Uh, So it's unfortunately not the solution. Uh, We don't have an exponential amount of resources to dedicate towards more staff and more trucks. Uh, So we need people to take responsibility for their actions. Um, One of the programs I've loved to be a part of over the years has been our youth at work summer programs, Mm -hmm. Uh, the beautification programs, both in our parks um, and in our uh, policing districts. Uh, We've had youth ambassadors um, in the parks at East Rock and Edgewood, um, and in every neighborhood, really. Um, the first year of the uh, Recovery Act funds, we were able to put a group of youth ambassadors in every policing district, hmm. and they were out poking trash, uh, painting fire hydrants, um, and understanding what it takes to be good citizens. Yes. Um, I think if everybody can make a resolution this year to volunteer somewhere, uh, mm-hmm. we have a wealth of nonprofits, uh, we have all of the park's friends groups, just get out and service to your community um, and mm-hmm. teach that level of service with the youth. Because uh, unfortunately, I see a generation that's coming up that doesn't necessarily understand the benefit of service.
0: Indeed, indeed, indeed. I uh, guess, you you, guess as you were speaking, Becky, my mind went to the... Under the Del- Franklin Delano Roosevelt, the Civilian Conservation Corps. And so there's been gov- government can kind of come up with ideas and, and just engage one another. And I, 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 it, it's tough to convince people of that it's a false dichotomy between government and 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 the public because you do have these words to kind of talk about, account- who's 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 going to be accountable for what. But I really think that every everyone can be can be an, an an agent. Everyone can be can be a positive agent, whether you're elected or whether you're sworn in or not. I mean, or whether you're head of your family. Just so so when you talk about the enrolling and recruiting and kind of a. Uh, helping with the with the with the with the maturity curve of the young people, yeah, that that's so so key. Uh, who are some, that you 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 probably you probably will not be able to answer this question publicly. But some of your favorite departments, I mean, I, my mind went to Gwen and, and Ronald Huggins and just what the the, the tremendous the things that they've been doing over the last two or three years. What are some of your other favorite departments? And if, but again, if you say all your children are the same, I could. have- I, I was just say.
1: about to make that an <laughs>
0: analogy, like a good
1: parent. I can't have a favorite.
0: So 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 let's talk about so let's let's kind of take the next ten minutes and so go go back on some of the departments. Let's talk about engineering for a second, because I, I don't think when I hear uh, Giovanni speak, uh, Giovanni Zen, and just whatever he talks about, because he comes before so many various committees, just the scope and breadth of what the city engineering is about throughout the United States. I mean, just the role of of engineering, of infrastructure, of preventing floods. There's so many dynamics to it that I think it just it, it blow it it, it 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 challenges me to kind of really comprehend and to stay on task. That from a sidewalk to a drain to to the flooding to 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 rain to so just talk about let's talk about engine keeping keeping our infrastructure. Let's talk about engineering for a second, the engineering department.
1: So they're currently overseeing about a half a billion dollars of projects from the conceptual stage through the execution stage. Um, everything from that giant pump that's going to go out uh, and take care of the water between Union Station and Long Wharf um, to, you know, small scale projects. Uh, they're currently um, helping to oversee the construction of a brand new playground at Lighthouse, mm-hmm. Um We should be getting the all done, uh, hopefully within the next two weeks, and that will be really exciting. Um, The playground out there was, you know, beyond its useful life. Um, It needed a little love and uh, the Zin children endorsed playground because, you know, we'd like to use children to help Mm us uh, make sure that our designs are great. I think it'll be really well received Um, and obviously Lighthouse is a gem um, for those residents uh, who have not visited yet. uh, Make sure you do uh, because the uh, residents get to park for free um out-of-towners we still charge so it's a great park uh we do hit capacity at some times um because it is quite a great destination that has everything from the splash pad to a brand new playground mm-hmm. uh to a picnic a shaded picnic grove which is sometimes hard to find at beaches uh to a beach that we comb every day throughout the summer
0: yes yes a little more te- tease us some more i know giovanni's working i've been in touch with him in terms of uh there's a street on Crescent Street, going into Hillhouse Avenue, Hillhouse High School, that does not have a sidewalk, so they're actually putting in a new a new sidewalk there. And we have the 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 shed at at the uh, Golf Street Park that is going to be renovated as part of the part of the Youth Services. But but share a little bit, te- tease us a little bit more with uh, what's upcoming for 2024 in terms of, in that regard.
1: Oh my goodness, um, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's the I'm better on what's just been completed. Um, okay, a bit, going- watch, watch,
0: watch. You can boast. Well, you the can signs be- are going uh-huh. in today uh-huh.
1: with the renderings on the two new playgrounds at um, College Woods. The tiny top playground there had to be removed because um, mm-hmm. it did not pass its inspection. Uh, so, that replacement is due in the spring. Uh, so, the sign with the rendering on it is actually going in today, as is the one out at Juliano Park in East Shore. Um, I know we are working on upgrades over at Washington Playground and the Mm -hmm. Hill. Mm -hmm. Um, So that order is going in soon. Um, But there's just so much work that we're doing because of um, the ARPA funds uh, that have supplemented a lot of our projects. Um, We have new benches that actually just arrived. Last week or the week before, uh, so those will start appearing in places like uh, Golf Street Park, yes. um, and um, actually a number of parks throughout the city. There's 38 of them that uh, arrived. So,
0: and, and before we go to go to parks, because obviously, obviously, there's been some discussion, public discussion on the management of the parks. Just my even our the pickleball courts. I think for I'm not sure. In spite of the pickleball explosion, we have.
1: We actually yes. were just ahead of the curve on the pickleball explosion. we uh, were uh, much
0: ahead of the curve.
1: You had to be in planning when it hit, uh, but it had been coming.
0: Mm-hmm. So at Edgewood Park and, and also at, at uh, uh, Sc- Candleberry was our first our first one. And, and so the, I mean that's that's a true testimony. Um,
1: and I'll give uh, Gary, I'm going to mess up Gary's last name. I think it's Gary Terce, Turco. Uh, he's part of the Friends of Scanelberry. He was advocating for a pickleball court before pickleball was cool.
0: See, and, and and that's, I think we we forget about, I mean, if you gets to a, a brief Google about the first First things that happened in New Haven. We have, an, beyond in addition to pizza, we have a, a, a number of things, and forget about Eli Whitney, but even more recently, uh, even in terms of penicillin, you know, at, at the Yale at the, Medical School. So we, there, there's, there's a, there's a historical DNA that I think that that we need to kind of always we can, can be proud of, but can also maximize moving into the future.
1: Um, there was one year back in the day when the city used to do the a calendar printing. Uh, one year, it was the calendar firsts. And I remember some of them. It was like the lollipop and the Frisbee and the hamburger and the erector set. You know, Erector Square is named because the uh, erector set was built there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And galvanized rubber, you know, Goodyear. Right.
0: Right. And I mean, not to mention Amistad and, and other things, and even the, the switchboard. So just it's, it's something we, we, have, we have much to be proud of. I was born in Pittsburgh and and I came here in 1971. So I'm still somewhat of a transplant, but, but, but it's, it's, I, I can find much to be, to be proud, to be proud of. And then just much just to still just move to the future for the unborn generations.
1: Yeah. I've been here over 15 years and I still feel like a transplant. And, you know, if you still feel like a transplant over Fifty years,
0: you know. <laughs> well, well, folks, 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 remind me. You know, well, you you, you you weren't born at Grace Grace New Haven, said so I think before before it became know New Haven. We have about t- ten more minutes, Rebecca. So as things kind of cross your mind in terms of sharing with folks about this, the the intersectionality and 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 then it's a labyrinth for people not to get lost in. But there's a there's a method, and some might say a madness, but there's a, a method to the systematic governmental governmental design.
1: You know, there's people, you know, think of things like graffiti um, and they just, you know, want the graffiti cleaned up. Um, For us, we operate in functional silos for a reason in terms of code compliance or enforcement, or unfortunately, sometimes union rules. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, our responsibility to triage appropriately but you know when we get that complaint you know it might be the phone company that has to clean it off off their utility box or it could be on private property and then you have to interact with the property owner mm-hmm. to get it done and LCI takes care of it it could be something that's on a bridge and then DPW will take care of it or if it's in a park then our parks crews will take care of it um so there's strange rhymes and reasons sometimes why we mm-hmm. do things, and then there's sometimes efficiencies with why we do things some way mhm
0: mhm you know just when you when you were saying that um, this this is kind of an an aside we have management teams what, what what's your what's been your interaction with management teams and and the and the uh they're they're assisting with really just facilitating what what I'll call content communion.
1: Um so you know I've worked for the city for well over 15 years now um and have and in, been involved in management teams both from a resident standpoint and from a manager standpoint and I think one you have an overabundance of meetings. So the fact that there's a once a month meeting where that encourages widespread community participation helps to streamline, you know, mm-hmm. some things don't need a standalone meeting for, you know, you can just go and engage with the management team and give them an update um, and just, you know, streamline. Yes. Um. It's, you know, an opportunity to engage people of whether it's around planning their local tree lighting, uh, or, you know, um, you know, helping select somebody for the civilian review board. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But then, you know, there's also the point that not everybody can participate in their management team, whether it's because of their work schedule or their child care constraints. We've got to be mindful that while it is an efficiency that we can achieve, we've got to make sure we do outreach for widespread public participation.
0: Indeed, indeed. Let's jump to for the next uh, eight or nine minutes. I'll just throw out some terms. See, click, fix.
1: Sure. Uh click Fix is uh, a software program that was actually designed in New Haven. Um, people were starting to submit complaints there before the city adopted it. Um, it is something that we have adopted, we have a contract with. Um, it is not an emergency response system, so people need to make sure that you're not reporting something that That is an emergency or emergency level or needs immediate attention there because we do not have people that watch it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, So it's an opportunity for us to track complaints um, through resolution. Um, Sometimes things are long processes, so they will Mm -hmm. hang out there for a long time. um, Like a tree complaint, we have a huge backlog on them. Um, we have fortunately have caught up on in, on our inspections, so something that is reported will get inspected, um, you know, within 48 hours if it is, you know, a week that staff is in, um, I have a lot of absences this week so if it's reported yes, this indeed. week it likely will get it completed before the end of next week. Um, but uh, we then triage them based on their level of risk um, and the time on the system. Um, so if something's a low priority because it just doesn't meet our standards for clearance um, as opposed to a risk where, you know, it's a dead elm tree that is dropping branches, you know, they get addressed at um, mm-hmm. based on level of hazard and time on the system.
0: Mm-hmm. And and as you say, started here and, and other cities have have widely adopted it.
1: Oh, uh, Click Facts. Yeah, it's yeah. one of um, it did get sold out to a larger corporation. Um, it is something that has been uh, deployed as a three one one response um, nationally at this
0: point. Mm-hmm. Excellent uh, leadership style. I'll 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 paraphrase for a second. You you've worked with uh, you mentioned De Stefano. You worked under his leadership style, under Mayor Tony Harp, her leadership style, and uh, and, and Mayor uh, Elliker. Someone saw uh, John and Tony and and uh, Justin at a bar. They would see three different people,
1: very different uh, people, yes.
0: But nonetheless, they're they leaders. So I'm just curious what your thoughts are. Not that you need to write your book, but we we talked offline about your writing your book. So I thought I'd just mention that again in public. But but you but you've observed and worked with and seen what leadership means in terms of getting the job done.
1: They all have a different style and there's something to learn from each of them. You know, uh, John destefano was very detail-oriented. I once got a memo I wrote back without a single mark on it and I thought he hadn't read it and it was just the first time he didn't have any corrections for me um you know tony harp was very focused on you know needs like she's the one that started us going out proactively and visiting all the homeless encampments before every storm and making sure people knew about the 24 hour warming centers mm, mm, um and mm. you know mayor ellicker is very business minded you know he has an mba from yale and as has a critical eye towards things.
0: And it seems to me, Rebecca, that this is not a softball, but regardless of the leadership style of those three individuals, and I really concur and agree with your with your typology, you know, of, of their personality type, so to speak, your positions such as yourself in terms of your the, the chief administrative officers, that helps to expand like Tony might have one strong suit, John might have another, Jess might have another, but your administrative officers help to expand that person's venue. And because we all can't be experts at everything, if if I'm making any sense.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it's always important to surround yourself with a good team.
0: Okay, so let's talk about the team as we conclude. You have, I mean, guess in terms of the names that you 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 mentioned, you have you have a. Uh, uh i'm thinking not 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 seth you have sean so so the other administrative officers let's kind of conclude on your your interaction with them can you hear me okay
1: sure um i don't know what you're asking though (laughs) oh
0: well you have sean madison right he's one in in the office so Sean's the chief and,
1: of staff. Uh, he had been the chief of staff under Stefano. He left for a while. He came back as the chief administrative officer under Harp, and is now the chief of admi- uh, uh, of staff again.
0: Right, and Regina.
1: Yep, Regina's uh, been here for about two years now. Right, no, so, three years. She's about to start her third year.
0: Yeah, she, she's a, she's a vet. And so, so, vet. I- so so the so so the so interact. So so in terms of the uh, elegant, I guess the, the the obscure question. I'll try to be more direct. In terms of Justin's you know, kitchen cabinet, you, you guys are the key, key people on the line to kind of make sure that there's various, many many of us have individual responsibilities for keeping the trains running, but the kitchen cabinet, really, that's where the rubber hits the road. I was just curious about the, the interaction, the coordination among, among, those, uh, among those individuals.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm deputy level and a department head level right now, so I'm not in those meetings unless I have to cover for the CAO. <laughs> okay, all right.
0: Any, any any last words then? And I really appreciate you're your kind of taking the time because you're in the office now, I, I think from the background, right? You're not at home. like I'm I am in my
1: DPW factory. office. I do have two offices.
0: And, and two heads and and, and and two salaries too. Did, did we say that in the beginning no, of the- No,
1: unfortunately the, the, it's not. It's coming?
0: Yes, 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 one. All right. Uh, on the, uh, so in terms of parks, that perhaps I should have asked this earlier, uh, you know, there's been some discussion of the the management of parks and where, what, the department designations, any feel? I guess there's a consultant that's been hired to kind of look at any, any kind of thoughts for people? So that be, my point is that people will hear sound bites and rumors about what's transpiring. And now I have someone like yourself that can really give people at least a, a temporal, uh, update on where we are with, with the, with the parks organization.
1: No, I know, uh, URI is completing their work. Um, and after the new year, we'll see the first drafts on that um, with a community meeting, I believe is scheduled in early January. I'd have to check my calendar. Um, sorry, I can't plug that. Um, but um, I feel like it will all become pretty clear by the time we submit the budget in March.
0: And 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 that's, that's really appropriate for us to kind of end on that note about the time is sensitive, the city moves. I know the planning. The city plan is having a number of meetings in terms of the five-year uh, city plan or a ten-year city plan. That's obligated. So there, there are things. Tune into your alder. You know, uh, uh, look, look, go to the city website. There's so many things that are always moving that we can participate in and believe in. So even this this short time frame that, as you say, by the springtime we should have some resolution on the organization of the parks. Am I putting words in your mouth, or is that fair to say?
1: I uh, well. Uh... The budget process is a long one, uh, so recommendations uh, for any restructure would be included in that document, uh, which the Board of Alders then contemplates between March and May, and it is effective for July 1.
0: Excellent, excellent. Rebecca, thank you so much. Any and, and last questions for me? The answer is no. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> well, what color either, are you
1: wearing to the inauguration? That will be my question.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm vacillating before traditional African garb and versus the, uh, a, a, uh, the regular business suit. Um, I have oh, a recent decision. That's a decision. big swing. It's a big vacillation. So I have two or three outfits laid out and I just haven't decided yet. Uh, the, 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 I guess the most transparent question is whatever everyone the wife tells me to wear is what? <laughs> if you want to know the truth, that's the truth.
1: <laughs> I will see you Monday.
0: See, see you Monday. Happy New Year. Thanks so much, dear. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate it. You're listening to the top pick and show on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio.